and a privilege to be back in Canaan Baptist Church tonight. I appreciate uh, the Lord giving us the opportunity, and I, of course, especially appreciate the Lord leading me here uh, uh, a year or so ago, and I don't know exactly how long I've, I came, uh, several uh, months before I joined, but I'm uh, glad now I'm a part of Canaan Baptist Church, and it's uh, just a privilege. Open your Bibles tonight to the book of Psalms, chapter 46, Psalms chapter 46, and uh, would you stand with us as we read this psalm? It's a short psalm. We've got 11 verses, and uh, the psalmist here is saying, he says in verse number one, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will we not fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be uh, carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah, there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, and she shall not be moved. God shall help her in that right early. The heathen raised, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah, come behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease from the ends of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. You may be seated. Uh, the psalmist says here in verse number one that God is our refuge and our strength in time of trouble. The Bible has a lot to say about trouble. Uh, 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 I think there's something like 109 uh, times that the word trouble is mentioned uh, in the word of God. But he said God is our refuge and that Word refuge means he's our protector, he's our shelter. The Bible said over in Colossians chapter three and verse number three, the, the Bible said that uh, when, when uh, you and I put our trust in God, uh, we, can, we can lean on him and expect him to do exactly what he said he was going to do. The Bible said, for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Uh, that's about the best hiding place I, I believe anyone could find. Uh, he said, You're, we are hid in Christ with God. I was talking uh, not long ago with uh, Dr. Childs, and I said, uh, Dr. Childs, it's good to keep looking up. And he said, well, uh, the apostle Paul said that uh, God has made us to sit together in heavenly places, uh, and we can look down sometimes, because we're in Christ and uh, Christ is in God. And uh, there's no, no better place uh, for uh, us to hide. The psalmist said this in Psalm chapter 34, verse number six, said this poor man cried and the Lord delivered him out of all of his troubles. Amen. That doesn't mean he would never have, have any more trouble. It just meant that uh, when you get saved or when we get saved, uh, that 
We're going to have someone there to help us in time of trouble. Uh, we're all going to face trouble. Job said in chapter 14, verse number one, man that's born of woman is but a few days and full of trouble. Job said that uh, we're going to have trouble in this life. I was thinking about all the uh, men of the Bible, all of them uh, faced trouble. Uh, Adam faced trouble. Uh, Abraham, Moses, and of course all the Old Testament saints uh, faced trouble. And uh, you and I are going to find trouble. But, but uh, the psalmist says here that uh, God is uh, going to be there. But, but I noticed that he said uh, he's a very present help in time of trouble. And uh, uh, the, the trouble God helped me out of yesterday, uh, I can rest assured he's going to be there to help me out of today when I face more trouble. Uh, I'm glad that God is my refuge. But he goes on to say, he's not only my refuge, but he's my strength. Uh, the Bible said over in the, uh, uh, the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8 and verse number 10, the Bible said uh, that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And uh, I, don't, I don't have a whole lot of physical strength anymore, but I'm glad I can draw strength from the Lord. The Apostle Paul in, in uh, uh, the, the Word of God in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter number 12, the Apostle Paul uh, found himself uh, in, in trouble. He, he was asking God to uh, remove a thorn from his flesh. God said, I won't remove the thorn, but I'll give you grace. Aren't you glad for the grace of God tonight? He said, I'll give you grace to overcome uh, whatever you're, you're facing. And our strength tonight is uh, not in law. The strongest man in this building tonight uh, is, is uh, uh, helpless without the Lord. He is our strength. He is our help. He is our refuge. He's, he's all I need. I, uh, they used to sing an old song. Uh, you, uh, that was in that old uh, red hymnal said, says, Jesus Christ is all I need, all I need. He is all I need. Uh, my strength, my power, my everything, uh, Jesus is uh, there uh, to help me when I get in trouble. The Bible said in 2 Chronicles chapter 15, verse number four, but when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. Uh, no one has ever turned to God and found uh, him uh, not willing to accept them. And, uh, and no one's ever turned to God and been turned away. The Bible said over in the, the book of Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse number three, God said, call on me and I will answer thee. Uh, we can call on him tonight because uh, he has promised that he will uh, answer us. And we can call on him tonight because he's available. Uh, he's going to be there. Now, you might call the best friend you've got tonight and they may not answer the phone. Uh, they may be too busy, something may be going on and they can't, can't answer the phone. And sometimes they may look on that phone and see who's calling and they may, they may not want to answer uh, but uh, 
God's not that way. If you call on God tonight, I can assure you he's going to answer. God said, I will answer you if you uh, will call on me. You see, you can call tonight if, if uh, my house was on fire. I, I would call the fire department and I hope they got there uh, in time to save more than the chimney. A lot of times, uh, that's all, all they say. But God said, uh, uh, you can call on God and he will be there. Look at verse number five in, in this uh, uh, chapter. The Bible said in verse number five, God is in the midst of her and she shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early. When you call on God, he's not gonna be late. Uh, my friend, he's going to be early. Uh, in fact, God, God was already waiting for you to call. The Bible said in John chapter three, verse number 16, for God so loved the world that he, for, uh, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And when I called on God for salvation, he was already there. He was there waiting for me to call. He was uh, wanting uh, to meet my need. And uh, people get in trouble today because uh, they won't call on God, even though uh, he's available. The Bible said in Isaiah chapter 45, in verse number five, he said, I am the Lord and there is none else. There's no God besides me. Uh, the uh, uh, Isaiah writing in, in chapter number 43, notice, uh, notice what he said in Isaiah chapter 43 and verse number one. The Bible said, but now thus saith the Lord and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee I have called thee by thy, by thy name, thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I'll be with thee. And, and uh, through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou uh, shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flames kindle uh, upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, the Savior. I gave Egypt for thee uh, ransom and Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee, therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. I'm glad tonight that we can call on God because he's always available. Amen. But I, when you go back to Psalm chapter 46, uh, I notice that uh, he not only says, that uh, uh, we can call on him because uh, he's available. We can call on him because uh, he's, uh, he has uh, the, the power to do uh, what, whatever needs to be done in my life and in your life. And God can meet the need that you and I uh, uh, have tonight. The Bible said in, in uh, verse number six, the heathen rage, the kingdoms of the earth were moved and he uh, uttered his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob 
is our refuge. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease under the ends of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariots in the fire. We serve a God tonight can, that can do uh, whatever we might need him to do tonight. He spoke this world into existence and uh, he formed uh, everything that we see uh, in this world. And we can call on him, on him tonight uh, be, because uh, he, he is available. Amen. And we can call on him tonight because uh, he has the authority to do what needs to be done in your life. If you're here tonight and have a need, all you have to do is call on God. And uh, people get in trouble, uh, in, in trouble tonight because they refuse to call on God. I visited somebody right across the street uh, Saturday, an elderly man, and uh, I asked him where he went to church. He said, I don't go to church. And uh, I said, well, I'd like to invite you to Canaan Baptist Church. And he said, well, my wife used to go to that church years ago, but she quit going because uh, they did something she didn't agree with, so she left, she quit, and never went back to church until she died. And uh, I said, well, uh, the question tonight is, uh, today is, where will you spend eternity when you, this life is over? There's only, only one place, or two places that folks spend eternity, either heaven or hell. But heaven's a prepared place for prepared people. And you have to get prepared if you're going to heaven. And uh, I talked with him a few minutes and I said, well, uh, how about, how about uh, letting me have a word of prayer with you? And I prayed with him and uh, then left. But isn't it sad tonight that Folks will die and go to hell in walking distance of Canaan Baptist Church. A church where they can hear the gospel preached. A church where folks will love them and uh, folks will help them in any situation that they're, they're facing. And uh, it's, it's so sad today that, uh, to see, see people in that uh, condition. We, we can call on God tonight because we have the assurance from God's word that he will meet our every need. Amen. People are in trouble tonight. They're in trouble because of the decisions they make. Some of them, some of them make bad decisions, wrong decisions. We, we can find example after example in the word of God. Over, uh, over in the, the book of Joshua, chapter number 6, God had given Israel a great victory. They marched around the city of Jericho. The Bible said they marched around one day, uh, one time a day for six days. And on the seventh day, God said, march around the city and uh, uh, seven times. And I, I was thinking about this. I wonder if those people that were on the inside of that city were looking at those folks marching around that a city and they say, look, look how dumb those folks are. They're just marking around the city and we, they can't, they can't uh, get in these walls. We've got, these walls are too high. They're too thick. And uh, 
uh, they're not going to be able to conquer these walls. But God said when you march around the seventh time, he said, I want the, trump, the priest to blow with the trumpet. And uh, he said, when they do, the walls are going to fall down flat. Well, guess what happened? When they went around the seventh time, those walls fell down flat. And God uh, was, was with the nation of Israel. And people, people uh, <clears throat> are in trouble today because of the, uh, wrong decisions that they made. I, I read about uh, a king over in uh, uh, First Corinthians, uh, First Kings, chapter thirteen. There was a, a, a prophet went into the city preaching against the altar, and uh, the king uh, reached forth his hands to take hold of him. And the Bible said uh, his hand uh, uh, was uh, uh, leprous, or uh, his hand. Uh, he couldn't withdraw his hand. He asked this man of God to pray for him, and he did, and his hand returned uh, as it was. And then he said, if, you, if you'll come home with me, he said, I'll give you a reward. He said, I can't do that because God said uh, I was not to eat any bread or drink any water in this place. And uh, so... Then uh, uh, some of the uh, uh, boys of this older prophet that was in the city uh, saw which way this man left when he left the city. And uh, he said, show me which way he went. So this old prophet went and, and found him. And he said, God sent me and told me to come, uh, come and find you and to bring you back and to, uh, uh, to give you a reward. And he, he turned around and went back. And the Bible said uh, that this old prophet lied unto him. Isn't it sad today that we got people that are lying to folks and they're, gonna, they're in trouble because uh, they are not seeking uh, after God. They're not uh, realizing that they need help that only God can give. But I want to say tonight that people are in trouble because they don't have a savior. They don't have a church and they don't have a, a, a pastor. Turn with me for a minute uh, to the book of 2 Chronicles chapter number 15. Second Chronicles chapter 15. And look at what the Bible says in verse 3 and verse number 4. Now for a long season Israel hath been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without the law. And I thought about that when I read uh, these verses. How sad it is that there are churches all around Canaan Baptist Church that don't have a a true God. I mean, there are preachers standing in pulpits in churches all around us that are preaching a false God. Yeah. They're telling people they can help themselves, that they can, uh, they can do it on their own. But wouldn't you, wouldn't you hate to live in America in the situation that this country's in today 
and not have, not know the true God, Amen. not have a teaching priest and not have a church that you could go to where you have the assurance that the word of God is going to be preached and where uh, souls that come in that are lost uh, can be saved if they only uh, would cry out to God and only they would receive the message uh, from the word of God. And Israel in this, in this situation, they, they had no leadership in their life. And a lot of, lot of churches don't have any leadership and any, uh, anyone to lead them and guide them and anyone to teach them what thus saith the Lord. And I'm glad we've got the word of God tonight. I'm glad it, that, it's, uh, uh, that it's true from cover to cover. Amen. We can believe everything God said in this book. And uh, we can lean uh, on him. I was just thinking this past week uh, about what a, what a privilege it is to have a church uh, family that gathers together and uh, a, a pastor that preaches uh, the word of God. I was thinking... Uh, about that series that we're going through now in First Peter, where uh, uh, Peter tells us that God is our hope, God is our holiness, and God is God is a, a reverent God that we can look up to every uh, every day and exalt Him and give Him praise for who He is and what He's done and what He's doing and uh, how He's working in each of our lives. Experiencing God, I, uh, I tell you, it's been a it's been a help and a blessing to me uh, uh, since I've been here and been able to to go through this book, experiencing God, and uh, uh, I'm just I'm just glad that God is still uh, not only in the saving business, He's still in the in the business of leading us and guiding us and directing us in the way we ought to go and keeping us on the right path that uh, we can continue to look, look to him. You see, we need help tonight. Uh, if we're not in trouble tonight, uh, we, we uh, will face trouble tomorrow or next week or some other time, but I'm glad I've got a God that's available anytime I call on him. I got a God that I can be assured that uh, when, he, when he answers, he's going to give me uh, the, uh, an answer that will help uh, me and guide me and direct me in the way that I should go. And I, I thank God for uh, this place. Pray that God would continue to keep his hand upon it. Thank God for, for uh, uh, Brother Ingram, I pray. That God would bless him and his family and continue to lead this church in the way that he, uh, that it should go. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Father, we're thankful tonight for your word. Thank you for the privilege, Lord, that we have just to be your child and your servant. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to continue to look to thee and realize, Lord, that there's no hope without you. You are, are uh, the God that's real and you're the God that, that uh, answers uh, and you're the God that will, will help. Yes. And your son, the Lord Jesus said in John, in Matthew chapter seven, verse number seven, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, 
Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Lord, we've got assurance tonight uh, that you'll do exactly what you said you would do and exactly what we need. Thank you for uh, your blessings on us and on uh, Canaan Baptist Church. In Christ's name I pray. Amen.